Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for allowing uh, church leadership. I want to thank you for allowing me to speak remotely today. So my daughter had tested positive for COVID, so she's doing better, but I, I thought it'd be best for me just to uh, stay here today. So the second time she got COVID, so uh, God is still protecting her. She's doing well, but thank you. The um, worship today was excellent. And I'm wondering if the song that we sung, Jesus, the very thought of thee. I wonder if that song is true for you. Because this morning we're going to be talking about the battle that goes on in our mind. The battle between what the world says and what God says. And that is a mental battle. That battle begins in the mind. So that song that we sung about Jesus being the very thought, being in our thoughts is so important. So before we begin, let's pray and then we'll start the message. Heavenly Father, Thank you for today. Thank you that we can come and sing and hear your words. Thank you that what you did on the cross allows us to enjoy something so beautiful today. It's amazing how something so ugly like the cross can be so beautiful to us. It just shows that you are a good God. A generous God. A merciful God. A selfless God. And Lord, we thank you, not only for what you did for us on the cross, but as our brothers said before, thank you for your beautiful words. Thank you for guiding us that we are not to love the world. We are not to love the things of the world. We are to love you. We are to love one another. With the love you've given us. With the love you showed us. With the love you demonstrated for us. Lord, fill us with your spirit. 
And Lord, may your peace be upon your people today. Please calm the minds, calm the emotions of everyone who's listening and everyone in church. Whatever they're thinking about now, may their thoughts just go to Jesus. May they just think about Jesus. May they really believe that you love them. And if your people really believe that you love them, and if your people believe that you only want what's good for them, then they will cease, they will stop worrying about the future. God, help us to trust you today as a child trusts a loving parent. Then our troubles and our torments will disappear. For our will will be swallowed up in the will of God. Thank you, Father, for this good for this good news. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 So today's message is called The World Says God Says. And as I mentioned today, there's a battle that goes on in our mind. And the battle is between what the world says and what God says. And this battle, this tug of war, takes place in every person, young and old. And what impressed on my mind the importance of this is that I fear that many Christians are living by what the world says as opposed to what God says. And this is especially true for our for the young people, for our children and teenagers and, and college-aged uh, students. I fear that the tug of war, that they're being tugged by what the world says rather than what God says. And you can see how that can easily happen in the life of our, our, our teenagers. 
And it happens very easily, especially when you don't read the Bible. Because if the voice of God is not in your mind, then the voice of TikTok will be in your mind. But look what the Bible says. The Bible says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away and the lust thereof, but he that does the will of God abides forever. This verse is so powerful. All of us should be speaking this verse every day when we wake up. We are truly in a tug of war. And the problem is, if the voice of the world is in our mind, then we will live and act according to that voice that's in our mind. And if the world's voice is in our mind, then we will wind up loving the world. And the things in the world. And the danger of that, which is revealed in this scripture, is that if we're devoted to the world, the love of God will not be in us. And so this is a huge, huge, important topic we're talking about. And so what this verse says in verse 17, which is very hopeful, is that if we, but, but if we do the will of God, then we have hope. So let's look at some examples of what the world says. I want to be very specific with you. I don't want to be vague. I don't want to be general. So when I say today, or as I've been saying, well, the world says, these are some things that the world says. I'm sure you've heard these things. 
You might even be thinking these things. You might even believe these things. But when I talk about the philosophy of the world, this is what we're talking about. And this is just a small sample. So what I want to do as I come and preach to you um, on certain Sundays throughout the year is I want to take different topics of what the world says and talk also about what God says. Because I truly believe our young people, really all people, but especially our young people, need to know the difference. Our young people need to know the difference between what does the world say and what does God say. So let's just take one of these ideas. And the one idea that we're going to focus on this morning is what the world says about love. And the world says love is a feeling. And so I wonder if you believe this, is this true? Is love a feeling? I mean, I mean, this is how the world basically defines love. Let me give you an example. This is what the world thinks love is. I like. I like you. I don't like that. I like this. I like that. It, it's, it's a very low-level type of love. But quite often, this is what people mean when they say love is a feeling, and what they mean by love, they're talking about this. Now, the problem with this love, well... Well, let me back up a minute. So the love that's defined by the world is basically, we love whatever gives us pleasure or delight. That's basically how it's defined. And we use the word in relationships. Excuse me, say that again. Oh, sure. We use the word love in relationships with other people. We use the love. We use the word love when we're talking about ice cream or sports. And basically, what we mean is, we love whatever gives us pleasure. We love whatever makes us happy. And so, when the world says love is a feeling, it's usually connected to these things. Now, 
Now, this is the problem when love is a feeling. So, uh, 说爱是一种感觉，呃，他所面对的问题，呃，有以下这些问题。Because if love is a feeling, then when I'm not happy, then our love will change. 如果说爱是一种感觉的话，那么我不开心的时候，爱就变了。And when I'm not happy, it's interpreted by me as I don't feel loved. 所以当我不高兴的时候，我可以自己来解释，呃，爱就是我，就是爱，爱就改变了，因为它是随着感觉来改变。Or worse yet, when someone isn't making you happy, you don't feel that they love you. 所以，呃，当有一个人让你不高兴的时候，你也不会感觉到你爱他。And so you can see you run into a lot of problems if you believe what the world says that love is a feeling. 所以，如果我们相信，嗯、呃，这个世界所说的爱是一种感觉的话，那么我们就会面对很多很多的问题。But what does the Bible say? 那，呃，圣经是怎么说的呢 ？What does the Word of God say? 呃，神的话是怎么说的 ？What does God say about love？ 呃，神呃，对于爱又是怎么说的呢 ？Let's look at some verses。啊，我们一起来看经文。In First John chapter four, we read the following: Verse seven, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God. And knows God. He that loves not knows not God, for God is love. First John chapter four verses seven to eight. 呃，约翰一书第四章，嗯，七到八节是这么说的。没有爱心的，呃，神的爱，弟，亲爱的弟兄啊。我们应当彼此相爱，因为爱是从神来的。凡有爱心的，都是由神生的，而且认并且认识神。没有爱心的，就不认识神，因为神就是爱。Now, if you focus on this verse, 呃，如果大家呃看这两节经文的话 ，and if you think about what I just said about what the world says love is， 呃，如果你思想这个世界所告诉我们爱是什么的话。Then you will realize very clearly that the world's love and God's love are not the same type. 那么大家就会清晰的看到这个世界所说的爱以及神所说的爱是完全的不一样的。Let's go on. First John four. You can stay there. We're going to go nine to eleven. In、okay. this, in this was manifested or made visible the love of God toward us. Because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation, which basically means He calms God's wrath for our sins. Verse eleven, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought. Also to love one another. Ah, John 一书四章九到十一节，神差他独生子到世间来，使我们借着他得生。神爱我们的心，在此就显明了
不是我们爱神，乃是神爱我们，拆他的儿子为我们的罪做了挽回祭，这就是爱了。亲爱的弟兄啊，神即使这样爱我们，我们也当彼此相爱。We've we, learned some things so far. 啊，我们到目前为止学到了一些事情。We've learned that the world says love is a feeling. 啊，我们学到了这个世界告诉我们说爱是一种感觉。and that basically, if you make me happy, then you love me. And if you don't make me happy, then you don't love me. And on the other side, we've learned what love is according to God. We just saw that that love is actually not a feeling. It's a person. It's a, it's a spirit being. It says God is love. And the other thing that we just learned is that love can be seen. We can see love. And the other thing that we just saw from God's word is that love is unselfish. Love is selfless. Love is sacrificial. Sacrifice. Amen. So let's move on. Let's look at Romans 5.8. What else does God say about love? In Romans 5 8, but God commends or showed or represented his love toward us. How? In that while we were yet sinners, that means wicked, stained with rebellion, not free from sin, preeminently sinful, and that is a list. Look, while we were yet sinners, Christ, God in human form, died. For us. This, I would just take a picture of this. This is just huge. This is, this is a huge verse. <laughs> we, we, we should, every morning we should wake up Quoting the first John verse and the Romans 5:8 verse. Uh, I mean, th- th- this verse just stops you in your tracks. Uh, this, <laughs> it's okay. You can just say that this verse just stops you. So you can start to see that God's God's love is so it's like it's it's beyond what we can even almost relate to. It's so so different. And it's a love that we really don't see. But when we read the Bible, 
we begin to understand deeply what God what God's definition of love looks like. 但是如果我们读圣经的话，我们就会很深的感受到神所说的爱是什么样子。And of course, we have John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. 嗯、uh, ，就像大家所熟悉的《约翰福音》啊、uh, 三章十六节所说的，神爱世人，甚至将他的独生子赐给他们，叫一切信他的不至灭亡，反得永生。And so, it's actually quite hard to ultimately give you a definition of God's love. 呃，其实呃，对对爱做一个定义是一件不容易的事情。To me, God's love is like a diamond. Uh, It's beautiful. Uh, it's strong. Uh, and it's, it's multifaceted. It has many different dimensions to it. Uh, uh, so if I was to kind of boil it down, I would say the world says Love is a feeling. Ah, so in general, the world tells us love is a feeling. But the Bible teaches love is unselfish. But the Bible teaches love is unselfish. The world says love is a feeling. Ah, the world says love is a feeling. The Bible teaches love is unselfish. Ah, the Bible teaches love is unselfish. And I'm defining unselfish as Selfless, kind action for the good of others. 那对于不自私是怎么定义的呢？就是，嗯，嗯，为着别人的益处有爱心的作为，而不是呃考虑自己的作为。In other words, giving. 呃。换句话说，就是要给 ，right? For so for God so loved the world that He gave, He gave, He gave. It's sacrificial. It's giving. That's how God looks at love, not taking, giving. 呃，就像约翰福音三章十六节所说的，神爱世人，甚至将他的独生子给给给人，而不是从人里面拿走。Young person, this is how you're going to be able to see what true love is. Uh, 年轻年轻的弟兄姊妹们，这这是你们呃可以看到爱是什么的一个呃例子。If you if you're with people in your life and you think that they love you and all they do is take 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 from you take from you, that's not real. That's not what love is. Uh, 如果你周围的人说他爱你，但是他所This is why some of the closest examples, and again, it's not perfect, but some of the closest examples that you have of love is the love you receive from your family. Ah, 那呃，我们从家里感受到的爱是一个呃，不是百分之百匹配的例子，但是是一个比较接近的例子。I didn't say it was perfect. 啊，我不是说它是一个完美的例子。But it's a great example of 
what love looks like because our parents or our mother or father or our grandparents, who's ever taking care of us, you know what they do a lot of? Giving, giving. And you know what you do a lot of? Taking, taking. Uh, so at the very least, I hope that you'll see today, maybe I need to give a little back this morning to my family. Uh, excuse me. That's all right. <laughs> all right, let's test this out. Let's, let's test, let's test the idea. No, well, let's, yeah. And let's test to see, is love a feeling or is love what the Bible teaches selfless? Uh, so let's run an experiment. Uh, the world says love is a feeling. Uh, but the Bible teaches that love is selfless. Uh, well, let's test it out. Uh, and let's test it out with the idea and the concept of marriage. Uh, when I was married over 20 years ago, I had a stand in a church. And I had to stand before my parents and my bride's parents. Uh, and I had to stand before the pastor. Uh, and, I, and I made a promise before all those people. Uh, and I also promised God. Uh, Publicly promising God. Uh, which is huge. Because uh, nobody likes to make a promise. Uh, uh and young people hate making promises, let alone telling you that they promise anything. Uh, and I promised to love my new, my bride, my wife. Uh, uh, and the words I used were much greater than feeling. Because when you get married, you give what's called vows. They're promises. And I made a promise to love my wife no matter what. Through sickness. Uh, through poverty. Uh, until death do us part. Uh, so that's huge when you think about it. Uh, 如果你, uh, 仔细思想的话, 这是一个非常, 
And I want you to be thinking, is love really a feeling? Could a feeling make Joe say those things? Uh, is a feeling strong enough to make Joe do those things? Uh, and then let's go on. When you get married, then uh, pressure begins to build up. The honeymoon doesn't last very long. Uh, <laughs> Somebody laughed. That was good. <laughs> I said, the honeymoon does not last very long. <laughs> uh, Whoever laughed, thank you so much. That made my day. <laughs> and as you begin to live your life, the pressure starts. And at least for me, it was, well, when can we get a house? So you have to get a mortgage. You got to save your money. You got to work harder. You're still married. But the pressure builds. And then after the house, a little one comes along. And that has its own degree of stress. Because babies don't always laugh. Most of the time they're crying. They're crying at weird hours of the day. Like at 2 a.m. when you're trying to sleep. And then you get elbowed by your wife to get out of bed and take care of the baby. <laughs> and I get more laughter. This is just getting great. I love whoever you are, I love you. You're wonderful. <laughs> And then as the baby grows up, remember, you're still married. Then they become teenagers, and then they call you and say they just got into, got, you know, they got into an accident. Or they, you know, this has already happened to me, by the way. My daughter has already called me twice to say that she's been in minor accidents. Uh, and so I'm wondering if love is a feeling, can you last through all this stuff? Uh, is the feeling of love strong enough to get you through all of these challenges? 那么,爱的感觉,它能够带领你去面对这么多挑战吗? Look at this family. They say it's been tough, 
but we promise to love each other no matter what. So you be the judge. Is is the world right or is the Bible right? Which is more accurate? Which is more true to reality? Is love a feeling? Is the world right when the world says love is a feeling? Or is the Bible right when it says, basically, when it teaches, love is selfless? Well, let's think about this. Did you know that it's not necessary to feel love, to act in love? Trust me, when I was being woken up at four in the morning to take care of a crying baby, I felt no love. There was no feeling of love. When I was, when I had one eye open at 4 a.m., dragging myself into my daughter's room to take care of her, there's no feelings of love at 4 a.m. But regardless of the feelings, guess what? I acted in love. I still picked her up and took care of her. Question, how does the son love and honor the alcoholic father? Question, how do you love the neighbor who plays loud music all night during the summer? That's a personal one for me, of course. How do you love the neighbor whose dog plays on your lawn? You know what I mean by play, correct? Uh, I'm I'm trying to be very proper. (laughs) Because I have these wonderful neighbors who don't let their dog play on their lawn. Oh, no. They let their dog play on your lawn. Question, how do you love the friend at school? 
who only talks to you when no one else is around. Question. What if your friend steals your boyfriend or girlfriend? Can you can you still forgive them and love them? Can you still love them? Can you still love all those people? The father, the neighbor, the friend, all those people who are doing you harm. Can you still love them? Not if love is a feeling. There's no way you can love those people if love is a feeling. Because this is eventually what happens when you believe that love is a feeling. But, but if, love is selfless, then that's different. If love is selfless, then you can love those people. If love is unselfish, you can love those people. If love is sacrificial, you can love those people. Because Bible love, God's love, toughs it out. The love that's defined by the Bible, the love that's expressed by Jesus Christ, it's tough love. It's the love that forgives when someone hurts you. It's the love that makes you give to those people who may not like you. God's love is a love that does not give up. Look at how it's defined in 1 Corinthians 13. In 1 Corinthians 13, Paul uses the word charity. Sorry. It's okay. In 1 Corinthians 13, Paul uses the word charity. And he uses that word to define the word love. And this shows that real love must be deeply rooted in unselfishness. 
Now I know in your Bibles it just says love probably, but charity, I, I love the way the King James uses that word. It says charity. Because it shows that real love is deeply rooted in unselfishness. And it and has everything to do with John 3.16, which is giving. So here in 1 Corinthians, we see charity or love suffers long and is kind. Charity or love envies not. Charity or love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, does not behave itself unseemly, seeks not her own, is not easily provoked, thinks no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Uh, this is the love I want to experience. Uh, and it has nothing to do with feeling. Uh, the world says love is a feeling. Look what God says. But God commends his love, to, love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus, God, would never have died for your sins if love was a feeling. The world says love is a feeling. God says love endures all things. Charity or love never fails. The Bible teaches that love has guts. The Bible teaches that love toughs things out. The Bible teaches that love never gives up. The Bible teaches that love sacrifices for the good and the benefit of others. The world says love is a feeling. But look at what the Bible teaches. The Bible basically teaches that feelings will come and go. But God-centered love says the following. It says, in spite of how I'm feeling about you right now, 
I will act in love toward you. 圣经说，不管我现在对你的感觉是什么样子的，我都会呃向你做出爱的行动。God's love says, I will do what's best for you. 啊，神的爱说，我会做呃对于你来说最好的事情。So, if we understand now the difference between what the world says and what God says, 呃，如果我们理解世界告诉我们的和神所告诉我们的不不同的话 ，then let's apply it. 呃，那这就是一场战争。Let's be practical. 啊，让我们来呃实实在在的面对。And let's obey what Jesus says. Ah, we come. Ah, we listen to Jesus. Listen to this verse. Ah, 大家一起来看这一段经文 A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. And here's the important part. This is the most important part. As I, as Jesus, right? As I have loved you. That's the love. That you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Ah, John 福音十三章三十四、三十五节。我赐给你们一条新命令，乃是叫你们彼此相爱。我怎样爱你们，大家注意注意，这里所说的是我怎样爱你们，你们也要怎样相爱。你们若有彼此相爱的心，众人因此就认出你们是我的门徒了。So step number one. Lord God, thank you for what you did for me on the cross. Oh God, thank you. So, uh, God in the cross has done this love. Uh, we thank God. Thank you for being so selfless, so unselfish that you died for my selfishness. Thank you, God. He, um, not, um, he. 不自私，他牺牲自己来，呃，这样的爱我们。And now, as Christians, once you fully realize that, now apply it to others. 呃，如果弟兄姊妹们，如果你呃明白了神这样的爱的话，那么请你也向呃其他的人显出这样的爱。Love other people in your family. 呃 ，the the the way Jesus loved you. 请你呃，像基督爱你一样爱你的家人。Don't just love one another. 呃，不仅仅说彼此相爱。But love one another as God loved you. That's the type of love we want. 而是要像神爱你一样去爱周围的人。That's the type of love God is looking for. 啊，这也是神喜悦的爱。Follow Jesus's example. Ah, 跟随耶稣啊是是当中的一个例子 Respond to the Holy Spirit. Ah, 向圣灵做出回应 Act on the Word of God. Ah, 照着神的话行 That's teaching you. Keep your mind on the love of Jesus. Ah, 要尽心来爱神 And you won't love the world. Uh, 用这样的爱，你才能真的去爱世界
Let's close with these phrases, these these words. Uh, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Uh, Look full in his wonderful face. Uh, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim. In the light of his glory. And, and grace. And I'm going to add something. And love. Let's pray. Heavenly Father. Forgive us. Forgive us for believing, thinking, acting as if love is just a feeling. Thank you for showing us something so much greater than feeling. Your love, God, is action. Your love is tough. Your love is kind. Your love is unselfish. Your love is sacrificial. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Change us with this truth. Lord God, may we live each day believing what the Bible teaches. That love is unselfish. That's God's love. And in fact, you are love. And that's why it's so hard to define. Because you embody love. What is love? It's not a what, it's a who. Love is not a what, it's a who. Because love is Jesus Christ. Lord, may this truth be in your people. And may they love one another as you have modeled that love for them. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Fill your people with your spirit. Excuse me. Oh, fill your people with your spirit. And may we live for your glory.
In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.